guys welcome thank you mark thank you thank you thank you everyone for listening <laughs> okay an unusual start guys welcome to another episode of the photography bar and today it's myself cam and i'm joined by mark mark everything good with you yeah all good thank you very much another another week another another week yeah. goes by that's right yeah, yeah. yeah life yeah. moves on that's life moves on does. good stuff now mark we get a lot of people um uh, who listen to the show that are social photographers by that i mean portraits weddings that type of thing okay yeah. and i had a message from a listener now this stretches back about i don't know about a month ago something like that and he was asking me uh, about some portrait photography tips and do you remember All i passed right. it on to you and do you remember the guy and i passed him yeah. on to you and said yeah, yeah, mark yeah. do you want to answer these questions uh, yeah. and they were just they were just general questions you know that he asked yeah. and and i and, and then i thought actually this would make the basis of a good podcast because a lot of people have these questions in, in general so you as being a specialist portrait photographer i thought it would be a good idea for me to basically chat with you and you to answer some questions that I might have about portrait photography that other yeah, photographers yeah. I think are going to be interested because you're a very experienced portrait photographer. You work for venture. You're one of their lead photographers. You work for yourself. Now you work for other studios and you know, the industry inside out. And mm. I think this could be very, very interesting for people that are already experienced portrait photographers, but also those that are new to it or thinking of getting into portrait photography you know so i just thought this yeah, yeah. would be a good opportunity to do this and the first thing i want to talk about really and i want to go really from from some basic stuff to a little bit more sort of details mm. but i want to just talk about style first okay? okay if first of all if you were to describe your style of family portraits what would it be well for starters i don't like the word style i think we've had this conversation before <laughs> we have, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, I, yeah. I do yeah. have an issue with the word style okay um <laughs> because i think if you're trying to find a style you're not shooting as you does that make sense you're too busy trying to do something uh, for me yeah. anyway finding a, a style uh, i i do struggle with that word um but i think i know what you mean is i mean i shoot it's, it's nat natural i think is what i try mm -hmm. to do yeah. um okay you know that that's always in the forefront of my mind I, it doesn't what i don't want to do is that traditional old school looking photography mm -hmm. uh especially with family photography you know when you've got mm -hmm. the mottled backgrounds and you yeah. know they're all posed perfectly do you yeah. know what i mean yeah nothing wrong with the posing technically it's correct the yeah. lighting of this work is correct that's all fine but it's just very still and stagnant mm -hmm. um yeah i remember doing um I did a presentation at one of these um, sort of networking group things mm -hmm. about what I do. And I, and I showed them. It was actually a, a picture of my family mm -hmm. in one of these, you know, okay. back in 1997 right. or whatever it was. Yeah. And you don't know anything about the people within yeah. that with, within that picture. We're all in yeah. our suits, you know, all looking yeah. very. Yeah. So, uh, and th that's not what I do. Yeah. Uh, so it's mainly about um, having you, you got to have some fun. First yeah. of all, the clients have got to have fun whilst doing what they're doing, because then you get the natural smiles. But also it's about and it sounds so um, sort of cliche or, blah, you know, we say telling your story. But yeah, it is trying to get their characteristics across. It's mm. trying to get an essence of who they are through the photography yeah. as much as about what they look like. Do you sure. know what I mean? OK, now I get so, that. People aren't always looking at the camera, for example, mm. in my family shots. Then maybe yeah. like, I play little games with them so they look at each other and, and stuff. Okay. And, 
you know, stuff like that. So natural is what I try to go for, I think is yeah. the first of okay. all. Okay. Um, but then, yeah, I like to put in a few funky crops and things yeah. like that, just to okay. do something a bit different than yeah. what people are expecting and, and, mm. and variety, you know, getting variety of shots as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's good. So my next question as I said, I'm going to try and make these questions a little bit more sort of in-depth as this is going to appeal to photographers yeah. that are experienced and those photographers that are really literally thinking, oh, I wonder what portrait photography is like, okay? Mm. So let's just say that, you know, you are new to the business, you know, you are new to it and you're thinking, I'm going to start a portrait photography business, um, yeah. you know, or I want to start doing family portraits, okay? You've mm. got to start with, uh, you, you've, got, you've, got to, you've got to start with some sort of basic knowledge of mm. kit knowledge of how to shoot, okay? Mm. Now, let's just mm. assume that you don't have any kit at all at the moment, okay? Mm. Other than the camera. Um, wh wh where are you going to start from that point? Because, do, because if you've got no real experience in portraits, do you want to rush out and go and buy lights and that sort of thing when you've got no idea how to use lights? But should you be concentrating on people that are... Um, uh, you know how should you do it how now how can you start off and get into it what are the top tips that you can actually give well I didn't go into business of doing it myself straight off I think that's the first thing okay uh, as you mentioned I, I work for venture I worked for them for about 10 years so um you know that is where I really learned it was it was my first like proper photographer's job i've done some weddings before but it was my first proper photographer's job since since graduating from uni so um yeah i, I really learned on the job there now yeah um uh, i'm sure venture uh yeah. won't, won't won't um won't, won't won't like this so much but um you, you can basically make mistakes i suppose when you when you're with venture um because you are learning you, you are there as a as, as a trainee um also um you know you get that on the job training from them as well so you're learning from other people who know what they're doing now um for me venture uh, i mean i was there for a long time I, I always say i was probably there a little bit too long um i, I, w I wish i had left um, sooner uh, but nevertheless um, venture was very good at turning me from an amateur photographer um, especially when it comes to family portraiture to uh, you know who, who I was today I mean I was getting pictures in their in their sort of international portfolios and things like that by the end of it um, so so yeah so that's that's really good but yeah it, it was really just the, the the learning part of it it's such a steep learning curve with with what I did um, with what I did with venture to be honest with you so before I even thought about having my own studio or having my own sort of flash kit or whatever um, basically I, um, I I I used theirs which <laughs> is essentially you know what it what it was you know they had their own camera they had their own studio also they had their own lighting gear um, you had training courses to show you how to use that lighting gear um, and yeah that's basically um, that's, that's basically how I started, to be honest with you. Um, and I'd recommend anyone doing that, really. It's very easy to sort of go, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to set my own business. I'm going to take some pictures of families and, and things like that. And, and some photographers have done that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the, the way I did it, and I feel I'm a better photographer for it, is that you're, you're learning from your peers. I wasn't the only trainee photographer there. There were other trainee photographers so you're kind of you know learning together and that really helps you know if you're learning from each other with each other that kind of thing um 
but uh but yeah i, I mean i would personally work for another photographer or um or, or a company like venture to start with i wouldn't necessarily recommend being there for 10 years or whatever but it's definitely a good place because you're learning from people you're learning with people you're learning how to use the gear and also um learning how to interact with different types of people is really important and you can only do that with experience yeah i mean i remember the uh, going back to olin mills do you remember olin mills i do you know what yeah. I, I i remember them i i, I remember when i was um I was flat sharing with someone just after uni or flat sharing house sharing with someone and they had worked for Olan Mills, I think. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I've heard of Olan Mills. Mm. I've heard stories of Olan Mills. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been to Olan Mills. I've yeah. never worked for Olan Mills. I don't so. know if they exist anymore. I think I'm they went sure a long time do. ago. I don't yeah. think they did, but they were very, it was very classic what they did. It was all the time and it was all of that because it was venture that always seemed to me to be the company that really pushed that modern style forward. Yeah. I mean, yeah you know the white again, background they were the ones were they the first ones to do that or were they the first ones to do it on a mass scale so venture's a strange one because venture started as a group of photographers so it wasn't like one company as such a group of photographers got together under the uh leadership i don't know the in complete ins and outs but there's this guy called brian glover smith i think he was a photographer in his own right he got all these other photographers together and said why don't we try doing this and that's how it got together. Now, white backgrounds, you see, it, it, it's, it's for me, it's, it's, it's almost like a distraction. I mean, David Bailey did white background stuff back in the yes, 60s. So it's did, nothing yeah. new. It's yeah. nothing new. Um, but it was not necessarily a white background they wanted. It was the absence of anything distracting from the family. Right. So that, that for me, is what it was. So, the, I mean, it could... I don't know, I suppose it could have been green or blue background. It doesn't really matter. Hmm. Uh, well, I suppose blue or green would be a bit more distracting. They use, I'm assuming they use white because it's quite neutral. Um, but it was that you didn't focus on what was in the background. So, you know, what are they sitting on? You know, we, they always just sat on the floor, the clients, hmm. you know, sat kneeling, rolling around on the floor and stuff like that. You know, so there wasn't a sofa in it. There wasn't all these things to distract you from hmm. what you're actually supposed to be looking at, which is these great expressions from the family yeah because i think that they took it on a um what do you call it uh not oh god the word's got a franchise wasn't it yeah, they, the, franchise. Venture, venture became a franchise didn't they and that's how it yes. became popular and yes. they you'd, you'd see them pop up at uh, shopping centers wouldn't you and they yep. have their, their their selling stall to get people yep. in and do that yep. sort of thing now that moves me really on to sort of my my next question there in the sense that marketing really mm. you know you want to set yourself up as a portrait photographer and you might be a very competent photographer okay you might be incredible portrait photographer or you might just be starting out but thing is is you need to you need to market yourself you know mm. um and so and i guess marketing I, I i you know i don't know if they still do it but i do remember one thing about olin mills i think they used to do a lot of calls they used to have a list of yeah. calls now whether they had their family names because i know there's all these baby groups and things where uh oh, well what's it called um something called emma's diary that's it okay now i might be yeah. wrong here but emma's diary and i think i got it when my son was born that's 20 years ago okay yeah when you know you you, you know you're 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 you have a baby and you're given a pack at the hospital in that pack you know it was in, there was there was this portrait offer and in fact i knew a photographer who's long gone now who used to um uh, have a studio 
not far from me here and they used to do something it wasn't emma's diary it was called something else but they used to have families that used to come in four times a year we used to have this baby shot yeah. like every every three months or something mm. and sort of the growth thing but people necess didn't necessarily buy you know, it was a way of getting people in and you'd mm. hope that the people that did buy something would probably spend a good amount so the people that didn't buy anything just it was it just wasn't you know it didn't really matter it was frustrating but it didn't matter mm. too much in the great scheme of things but I know you've got schemes like that, you know, and and that's how a lot of people get the, their, their work in. So they keep their studios busy because if you take a studio on, obviously you want to try and keep a studio busy and you want to yeah. try and keep, keep people coming into that studio all the time. But so as a beta, from a basic point, what do you think people should be doing? Um, well, you know, imagine uh, yourself just starting out and you don't really out. have that much experience in the industry. Well, for firstly, I wouldn't say I'd, I'd say get some experience first. I mean, um, like I was saying earlier on, um, you know, one of the reasons why I, 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 I'm, I'm glad I started working for venture is because that's where I got all my experience from, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I also learned as, as the years went on, I also learned about other parts of the business as well. You yeah. know, um, I, I have been on one of those shopping center <laughs> stalls you know not right. because i particularly wanted to no. uh, but they would do they would do called this thing called a virtual studio where mm. they would take a quick picture of you yeah um and they put it on their facebook page you're right. welcome just to download it off their facebook page okay, okay. no problem at all but yeah. it was a good way of starting a conversation have you had family photography done blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah, yeah let us tell you about this offer you know yeah. there's, that, that's that's why they do it yeah um and so I made I made sure that I was on that stand a few times so I could understand what it yeah, was. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that's a really that good point. Doing. Yeah. I also did a stint as telesales for him as well. So mm -hmm. I knew how to do that part as well because yeah. there's nothing like learning on the job. No, personally. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's better to learn while on their job. Do you know what I mean? Rather you than, see, yeah, you see, because that's if a... I had messed it up, there were yeah. other telesales or other exhibition people there. Um, because it is, it's not not my thing, you know, calling people on the phone, really. And it's, I think, it's, not what, I, it's not what you want to do, but yeah, and you I think that, do it. Yeah, and I think that's really good because you've made a really good point there because I did, going back years ago, some sales training that helped mm. me with um, selling to wedding clients and that type of thing. But it was some yeah. formal sales training that I did because I didn't know how to sell. You know, yeah. I wasn't a salesman. It's not what I did. I was a photographer. It's um, not what we want to do either, no, really. Exactly. I mean, if we could get away without doing it, yeah, we wouldn't yeah, do it, right? right? Yeah. Now, unless you yeah. employ a, a professional salesperson, if you've mm. got the money to employ a professional salesperson, then fine. But, you know, I at that time, I was going in and pretty much it was like cold calling and that type of thing. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. It's not a nice thing to do. But no. it's something that I learned to do because I it built my confidence up in talking to people um and in trying to sell to people and I know that you're far further with that than I am I haven't needed to be but but with portraits mm. you've, you've had to because I've seen you do that I've seen you do that firsthand when you're approaching people and trying to get them interested and there's a real yeah. way of doing that and the only way you can do it is for actually to to be shown how to do it and to do it yeah. at the at whilst you're working for somebody else yes but those but but you know if you're a portrait photographer that works on his or her own and you've got a studio at home or you've got a small studio access somewhere mm. then where are you waiting for that work to come from are you doing social media stuff are you going out to shopping centers in fact can you afford to go out to a shopping well, center and put a stall out there but most people won't be able to afford to do shopping centers. No. I personally don't do shopping centers for my mm. studio because it's a it's at least a thousand pounds. 
Yeah. You need to be there all week. Okay. But the only day you're really interested in being there is maybe late Friday, yeah. Saturday and Sunday, because that's yeah. when people are yeah. not casually shopping rather than it just being workers trying to get something on their lunch break and really don't have the time to talk to you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't do it with, um, I don't, I don't do expedition shopping. I have done craft fairs though. Craft mm -hmm. fairs is a good one right. uh, because, it, and I've had a lot of joy there. Uh, especially if you're selling voucher packs that are great as a gift, you know, get, get a product there. You can't just give them a slip of paper. There you go. You know, it, this is a box and, you know, it's got like a little pamphlet in there. It's got the actual physical voucher in there. Mm. There's lots of pictures and mm. what to expect in the shoot, mm. you know, all these little bit of information. So it's a nice box. So mm. actually someone can go, actually that would make a, a nice Christmas present. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, to someone or even to themselves. And, mm. and then you could do like, well, I tell you what, if you're buying that for your friend there, have one for you half price or something yeah because that's yeah. not where you make yeah. the money on the voucher no. you make the money when when people come in and, and, and exactly buy yeah your portraiture if you've yeah. done a good job of course yeah um so so yes yeah, things like that is a good way of doing it um, another way um is like working with other businesses mm -hmm. um so you could i don't know it's hard because there's so many different things you can do but you know say there's a, a shop near you and they sell prams for example you mm. could have a you could do a couple of things with them you could say well look you know you could give them some vouchers to sell and you could say look you know you can sell these vouchers 25 pound a pop or whatever you mm. can keep the 25 pound all i need really is the details of the clients once yeah. they bought them so i can so i can book them in because yeah. like i say that 25 yeah. pounds not not no not this really one yeah there for you um yeah. Or the other way of doing it is saying, okay, um, let's say they buy a, a pram because these I mean, prams can be quite pricey, right? Yeah. Um, and if you're buying a pram, that's say, I don't know, 500 quid. I, 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 mm. don't, I don't know uh, yeah. how, how there, there's a range, isn't there? Yeah. And you can say, well, I'll tell you what, what you could do for your clients, Mr. Pram Shop owner, yeah. Mrs. Pram Shop yeah. owner, yeah. Um, you can say, well, thank you for buying this expensive product from me. Here's a gift from me to you yeah. to go and get some family portraiture done. And yeah. it's free, you know, yeah. and the client will go, oh, wow, that's great. The only thing is though, I'll just have to take some details because the photographer needs to call you. Yeah. Because um, there's, and you always put like a two month limit on it or something. Yeah, that's right. You won't yeah. hear from them for like five yeah. years or whatever. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, and then that's another way of doing it. Yeah. But there's so yeah, many things, but you've got to be out there, haven't you? And you've got to you've yeah. got to you've got to be out there as a salesperson mm. to be able to do that. Because I think if you sit yeah. and wait for work to come in, it's like any business, it's, it's not, not going to just happen. come into you. No. And I think, you know, and then when you go down the social media route and then you look on places like Facebook and that type of thing, then you do have these photographers that are doing shoots and they give you a shoot and five 10 by eights for 10 quid or 15 quid or oh, something. don't do that you know <laughs> it's the, too, it's... yeah right but the thing is, is is there are people out there that that do that do offer that because they're they're probably people working from home or something maybe yeah. have a little studio in their garage and it's maybe the money isn't the bill and they're trying to do it but but you're starting off possibly on the wrong foot by offering things sort of too cheap too cheap and what type of customer are you going to get in for that as well that's the so other this thing. is this is why i i wouldn't just start up on my own straight mm. away this is why i'd make sure because you know venture is venture i never say it's a career because there's definitely a ceiling unless mm. you want to be like an area manager or something yeah um you know you're not there's only so much money you're going to be earning um so that's the time really to to 
they can go on your own. Yeah. Um, but as a learning tool um, and an experienced learning tool, mm. um, it is actually very good. It, as yeah. I say, it's a, it's a sharp learning curve. Mm. But um, once you get through that, then you can actually go, well, actually, right. Okay. There are be, there will be people there who only, you know, want to spend 200 quid and get 200 images. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I, I look at that and go, well, I'm sorry. I, I don't actually want those clients. I yeah, know that right, sounds yeah. really snobby and I don't mean it to be, but you know, I've, I, I've put in a lot of work, a lot of training to, to what yeah. I do. And my, my work is worth more than that. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that photographers need to bear in mind you could always chase the lowest denominator you can always try and undercut each other until you know you you just not it's just not worth it you know you mm. have you know rates to pay for your studio yeah. or yeah. you know yeah if you are going to a craft fair yes it's not the thousand pounds you have to pay for a shopping center but it's still you got to pay to be there yeah of course yeah. um so you've got to be prepared was, to invest haven't you in, in, you've got to be in that. To you can't yeah you but can't also put, you have you have to be brave with your pricing, mm. you know, yeah. charge what you think you are worth. And yeah. because I've got all this experience and I've had photos in ventures book or whatever, you mm. know, I, I said, well, I am pretty good at what I do. I am very good at what I do. So yeah. therefore the price of my work yeah. reflects that. Yeah. Um, venture are notoriously higher on the price. Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> It's both good and bad for me. I understand it. Their ventures outgoings are ridiculous. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're yeah, absolutely ridiculous. So yeah. actually, you know, people just think, oh well, that frame doesn't cost that much. No, it doesn't. But the yeah. studio you're in and the, how you've got in and all yeah, this kind right. of stuff, all the yeah. stuff and everything, that's what costs that. It much. does cost, yeah. Um, but um, you know, for me, it was kind of like, well, with venture because they do have a model of you have some experienced dogs there who then leave and then you've got trainees again and they're mm. charging the same amount yeah. that always did. I remember when I started out, you know, I was really sort of um, green, as it were. Yeah. And I was thinking, ah, I, I can't see how my work is worth that much because I've only been in the job like two yeah. weeks. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. that always did bother me. Right. But now, because I've been yeah. doing it since like 2005 or whatever, yeah. I actually no 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 my work is definitely worth this much so don't yeah. be afraid to you know yeah. back yourself in that yeah no that no that, everything that you said there it, it, it's all very valid and I think it comes back to that thing of if you are if you do want to do it you do have to accept the fact that look I'm going to go this is a business if I'm going to be really serious yeah. and any yeah. business means investing some money into that business yeah and that means yeah. that you've got to let people know where you are it's no good having a business and not telling anybody about it because anyone that mm. knows anything about the business is you and yeah. your family right yeah. you know yeah. and with the, with the greatest one in the world you know your family might know a lot of other people say oh yes yeah, such and such is a great photographer go to him or her mm. for photos but do people really actually do that you know i don't no. i don't know people people you have to actually sell to people that, that are really interested in, in, in your services in, in you know, mm. in, in to buy that. Now, when it comes to social media advertising and then you've got things like Facebook and you've got Instagram, you can keep on putting things on there, but in, and the, and, it, and it works and that does work for a lot of people, but a lot of the people that are doing it really well have probably invested other, you know, money into getting to that point to be able yeah. to do that as well. I mean, social media, as, as as our listeners know, neither of us particularly like social yeah. media. I don't find social media, and maybe that's because I'm not doing it right. Maybe mm. because I've done it the way I've been doing it for mm. so long. Yeah. Um, 
that may I mean people could say I'm stuck in in, in whatever but mm. I don't find social media that helpful mm. really I yeah. find it's more of a you have to do it so it doesn't look like you're a dead company or whatever yeah. um that's so, the main to reason why i post yeah and to counteract that it's, it's you and what you said is, is true but again i do hear and i know it's true that there are a lot of photographers that pick up a lot of work and most of the work from instagram yeah okay. i do hear this but yeah that's right yeah I people <laughs> do say how true it is i don't know but a lot yeah, of people genuinely and, and i do believe it to but a also what extent. type of work yeah what type of work as well I was speaking to a uh, a potential wedding client last week. She actually she actually went she she booked with me at the end of the meeting that I had with her. Yeah. And the wedding is I think it's sometime next year or 2023, so it's not imminent. But we had this mm. initial meeting at the end. In the end, she said, you know, I'd really like to book with you. But I said, mm. great. But she did say to me, she said to me before she said that, she goes, have you got an Instagram page I can look at? I said, mm. um, I do. I said, to be honest with you, uh, although I shouldn't say it, we're not hugely active on instagram mm. um i said that i think a lot of photographers are and fair play to them but i just said look and this is this is true I said we're just so busy we you know like mm. doing stuff like instagram and posting on there just takes time and we don't have the time to do that instagram is not is not the place really to look for us you know mm. uh, it was really the website it's really talking to us we're not we're not you know and and she and she took she was great she said that but you know she's not the first person to say that to me because i had a wedding client i had another potential client that wanted to book um who um actually was a didn't book with me but she was just a time waster mm. anyway which i just knew <laughs> when i was talking right but sometimes you don't know with time wasters they yeah. do their own book okay? yeah, and she said to me have you got an have you got an instagram page i said yes and i said the same thing to her she goes oh well you're missing a trick there everyone's on instagram now Okay, explain the trick. That right, right, yeah, exactly. Because her, because that's what she's always looking at Instagram. So she sees loads of photographers on Instagram, but that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean to say every photographer on Instagram. And it doesn't mean to say that the photographer that's right for you is, is going to be on Instagram. And to be to be fair with you, right? To be honest with you, she was basing her decision on price alone. Yeah. Right? yeah that's so there it. was so, and I knew that. So as soon as you start to mention Instagram, well, hang on a minute. You, what are you doing? Looking at someone's work and buying on their work, hmm. or actually, you are making contact through the work. But, but Cam, then, Cam. if it's too expensive, then you then you're not going to go for it. You are on Instagram, though, aren't you? I am on it's Instagram. It's not like you're not on Instagram. No, I'm right, on yeah. Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do post on Instagram. I must admit, I haven't posted for a while. On there you go. But, um, yeah, that's right. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But nevertheless, you know, it's. I mean, yeah. But nevertheless. The pictures are still on there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yes, what I mean? Right. Yeah, you know, the hashtags are still active. So yeah, that's right, you know, yeah. someone typed in, uh, in in Instagram, Leicestershire wedding photographer, mm. I would come up. Yes. So, yeah. you know, it's not like we're not on Instagram. What I find yeah. is I don't put so much effort into Instagram. That's right. Yeah. Like with the ads and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, because mm. I find that the work that I get, especially because I charge what I charge. Yeah. Um, it's it, having that face to face is better. Mm. Yeah, you're talking to people and you also it's about showing interest in in your potential clients as well you know you want to know what these you know people are doing i don't have an online booking system for example mm. it always yeah. has to be over the phone because right. i want to know okay you're a family of four you've got a baby and you've got a four-year-old okay cool what's the four-year-old into mm. you yeah. know yeah, is yeah. it batman is it is it yeah. cars i mean well what yeah. Bring it along because yeah. going back to what I was saying, it's about getting these characteristics and telling a story. You can't do that online. You no, have to right. speak to someone. Yeah. So yeah. 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 No, that's right. Now uh, let's go to Q 
kit for a moment. Okay. okay. So, so it's a basic kit setup for yep. a photographer who is just going to start out. Let's say he wants to set up their studio in a garage or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the actual background first. The actual okay. background. Yeah. Okay. And should we talk about just something that's just plain white or something? Yeah. Well, uh, this is how I do it. Now, yeah. a lot of photographers might decide to do something different. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I have a white background. Mm -hmm. uh, the beauty for me about having a white background is that you can change the color of that background just with lighting. So if you did want to do something different, which I do sometimes, yeah. you know, I do some with pink backgrounds and blue yeah. backgrounds, but I can do it with lighting. Yeah, yeah. So um, I have a white background yeah. for the for my general family photography. Yeah. Um, I have two backlights lighting that white background. Yeah. Um, just to make sure you get that brilliant white. Um, and then I have uh, a main light and a fill light, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I feather. I don't ever do Ex flat fashion. So let's explain feather. Okay, so Something feather. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to explain without a light uh, yeah. with me. I normally <laughs> explain this when yeah. I've got a light next to me. Yeah. Um, so flat fashion lighting is having, uh, say, a studio light with a softbox, and the softbox is pointing straight at your, at, at, at your client, okay? Yeah. Let's just, for example, say it's one person. You're taking a picture of one person okay. for argument's sake, right? So with that, you can do all the different lighting types, you know, butterfly, um, Rembrandt, and all that kind of stuff, right? Hmm. But what I do is I do feathering. Now, the reason I feather is because it's softer. It's better for the skin. So instead of having a light directly pointing at my client or the softbox, so you've got that flat bit of the softbox hmm. basically pointing at your client, I turn it. Um, what that does is... In your softbox, you'll have uh, reflective surfaces. So uh, whatever type, it's, not, it's normally silver reflective. Yeah. And it's that that actually lights my client. So okay. I put it, put the, the light to the side. So the light that's hitting the client is not actually from the bulb. It's from the reflective side of the softbox. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so it softens the light more. Yeah. Uh, and is miles better for skin. So much better for skin. Also, you've got to have the light really close to the client as well, as close as you can. Because okay. again, yeah. quality of light yeah. fills in all the pores and everything of the skin. It's much yeah. better for the skin. Um, so I'll have that light. So one main light. Now, of course, if you're shooting like that, you're going to have a shadow on the other side, yeah. which again, you don't really want. So yeah. I then fill that with another light. Yeah. Um, not a massive ratio. It's, it's yeah. I don't know, mm. maybe a stop, half a stop, not yeah. even a stop. It'd be about half a stop difference, yeah. I think. Um, unless you're doing black and whites, in which case you can, mm. I could you talk can to be you for about lighting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my, my basic stuff is, is that okay. basically. Yeah. So now when we talk about lighting, you have one light here, one light there. Now we talk about studio flash here. Okay, yeah. so that's important to remember that we're talking oh, yeah. <laughs> about we're talking about studio lights. Okay, that they're yes, not studio they're, lights. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's not, not continuous a, and they're not, yeah, they're not it's, flash guns. Exactly, right. that's right. Yeah, so we're not talking about a little flash gun, you know, on top of a camera, and that's no. it. Um, but yeah, we're, now we're talking about continuous lights. Okay, so they are the, like the LEDs that turn on and they yeah. don't flash and whatever, and they are mm -hmm. getting really good. They are getting better and better. They now, but however, you do need studio flash units for portraits yeah. because they, they've got the power they've yeah. uh, um they will give you that spark in your photos they are the ones that yeah. are going to really light your images but i would be interested to see what i mean have you had any experience of continuous lights of new continuous lights 
when I shoot red, when I shoot weddings, I use a lot of LED lights. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Not, I mean, I haven't really gone to town with it as far as, you know, doing the, the butterfly mm. lighting or the Rembrandt lighting and stuff. I, I keep yeah. thinking I should, but then yeah. I keep thinking, oh, yeah. but, you know, time. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but I do use it again. I, I, it's very rare. I actually shine a light straight on them. So um, the lights I use, they're LED lights, but they yeah. do have barn doors on. So yeah. um, which are reflective. So mm. again, I tend to feather it because yeah. again, it's better for the skin. Or sometimes if there's like a white ceiling, just like you would with a flash gun, yeah. I bounce it off there and it just adds yeah. that little bit of fill. Yeah which is really nice yeah now and i might know, use that in conjunction with my flash as well by the way yeah you get the catch lights with the flash yeah so. now there's with flash units studio flash units you can go but I'm, i remember jessup's used to do a kit for about 50 quid or something right you know pro but, no it wasn't pro i don't i don't know I what, it was, what it was okay? called. i know jessup's did it but then then yeah. obviously so you can buy really cheap ones and i bet you if you look on uh, look on um amazon there's probably companies like uh, niwa or something like that or other yeah. companies probably much cheaper niwa are, are cheap yeah i think niwa are pretty good actually right but yeah. um but you can get stuff that's much cheaper than that uh and it, that's continuous lighting but there are really cheap flash units as well there are, there uh, are. but are very plasticky that yeah. are probably very dangerous as well in the sense that the, the the stands they go on are very flimsy and so it's worth investing in in proper lighting and then when you go to start go to proper lighting a lot of photographers bowens was the the, the make that mo so many professionals used to use but bowens incredibly went out of business and now you've got i guess the leaders would probably be would you say the leaders ellen crom would be the, i don't the, know i think you know, I, I really like the Elencon lights. They're the ones that I use. I yeah. find ergonomically. I actually didn't like Bowen's lights at all. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, they, they were very, very strong. You know. Yeah. So they, they were. You know. You could probably. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I used. Car using one of those. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So you know, they, they were rugged, yeah. which was the good thing. But I just found everything about them was awkward. Right. I, putting up their blooming soft boxes was an absolute pain in the ass it yeah. would just take ages yeah uh, there was no ergonomics in there whereas elencron the first time i assembled an elencron like yeah. uh softbox like, it can't be this easy yeah you know yeah. it took me like 30 seconds whereas yeah. the bowens one i remember i was doing a, again for venture i was doing this thing where it had this deal with gap or something like that where we mm. shoot people at gap and had to set up this virtual studio in gap and i was there for ages trying to get this bloody yeah. softbox together because they were just so awkward and um so I like Ellen Cron for that. Yeah. Um, I, I think their their stuff's good. They are a little plasticky though, Ellen Cron. Yeah, they no can be. I mean, Bowen's can be. Yeah, Bowen's were Bowen's solid. Bowen's were solid. Yeah, yeah. That was the one thing Bowen's really, which I really liked about I Bowen's. I mean, if you if anyone remembers the Bowen's 200s, 400s, Bowen's golds, I had those and they were big, heavy black <laughs> units. Were, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you knew when you were carrying them around. That's which right, I suppose yeah. is another plus point with the Ellen Cron. They are a lot lighter. Yeah, they um, are. Which is great for your wall brackets as mm. well, if you're having them off, off, yeah. off your wall brackets. Um so Ellen Con though, I mean, I think the lights that I've got, I've got the, oh, is it the BXR 500? See, I'm rubbish with tech names, but it's the BXR 500s, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. about 500 quid a head. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I've got about five of them. So, yeah. um, it, it, you know, they are expensive. However, one of the lighting, since I bought them, and I'm really pleased with Ellen Con, and, mm. and, you know, I don't regret buying them, you know, Pixar Pro have really come out yeah. um, in there. And I must admit, I do quite like their stuff as well. Yeah. There's a couple of things I don't like about Pixar Pro. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that irritates me with some of the lights I've used, the Godox stuff as well, yeah. as this is sometimes when you, the, the way that it tilts, so you you, you undo the bolt and you, right. you know, so you can tilt light up and down. Yeah. 
it's got to be in specific points because they have to lock it. Yes. Yeah, for the locket. Yeah. yeah. That annoys me. With Ellen Does it? it doesn't matter. You yeah. can you can you Move can have it. it. Yeah. I, for some reason, I always find yeah. that I need it in between in the between, two locking yeah, bits. That's right. yeah, I get that. For some yeah. reason. So yeah. yeah, so that's the only bit I don't like about Pixar Pro. But generally, yeah. I think their kit's really good and yeah. is actually quite a bit cheaper than the mm. Elemcon stuff. So if if you are starting out and you have a minimum budget, actually looking at Godox, looking at Pixar Pro, mm. um, Essential Photo, I think is their yeah. main sort of website. You, you wouldn't you won't go far wrong with, mm. with the, the other ones. The other lights that I've seen, I've been, I think they were, that might have been Pro Photo or somebody else, are the ones that are battery powered. And yeah. I saw a photographer using two of those. Uh, I was shooting, in fact, we were doing a video shoot at a, some promo event. And I'm going back probably four years ago. And there was a photographer there who was doing some photos he had set up. He was shooting a couple of fashion models at the time. And he had these two, and he had these lights set up. And I, could, I saw yeah. them from a distance. And I could see they didn't have the cables. I thought, oh, I'm going to go yeah. have a chat with him. And he was saying something like he gets 2,000 shots or something on a charge. Okay, yeah. um, Now, incredible. And I thought, wow, these are really good. And I took a picture of the back lights. I thought, I'm going to get some of these. Uh, but they were bloody expensive. Yes, and they are. I, I haven't yeah. I haven't bought them because I didn't need to buy them. But every time I think yeah. I need to get some new studio lights, I, I really would look to go down the route of buying the battery one so you don't have the cables because yeah. you know, but but saying that the vast majority are still cables and the battery powered ones are very, very expensive. That, um, that is the main problem with, mm. with the battery ones, I find. Um, I, I haven't really looked into the battery powered ones as much. I don't know if there's a limitation in power as well. Well, you see, uh, I was asking him and I said to them, do they yeah. decrease in power as the battery goes down? He was saying, no, they don't work like that. They uh, get okay. to a point where the power output is the same and consistent, which is why they're expensive. Because that was yeah. my fear. Because if you want to shoot something and you've got to, and, and it's one shoot that you're doing, it's got to be consistent. Yeah. Whether yeah. you're using those lights for a product shoot mm. or whether you're using it for, for uh, a family portrait or for an event where you've got a lot of people having photos taken you don't want to find that your lights are the, the power output is getting less and less because your batteries are going down a little bit <laughs> yeah you know yeah i mean i saw when i went down to london a few weeks ago uh, we were walking it's just by tower bridge and that and we're just walking along the area there and yeah there was this model sat on the wall this photographer and it was just him you know holding this light with a boom and, and just taking the photo and i just yeah. thought wow that's really cool i'd like to get some of those but yeah. again going back to pixar pro i think they sell them which are yeah. considerably cheaper i mean yeah you know you've got pro photo is a generally expensive make anyway it is I yeah i think yeah and bron color is the other bron one color, i mean so, yeah that's right fantastic systems yeah um and you know you can you can actually i think you can use your mobile phone and change the settings oh, of the lights right? and oh, okay, stuff yeah. like that the or going, my it is the way it's going and it is mm. it's fantastic the, the kit, new ones yeah oh my word twice the price of Elencon, i think the broncon stuff yeah is. the new ones so, are all, all uh, a lot of the new ones i think are controllable on your phone now you know you get the app yeah. and that's 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 going to be the norm anyway i think yeah, they will is. all go battery powered anyway i think cables will be uh, i don't know about that i don't know no. i think if you've got i think there'll always be a market for because if, if you're in a studio yeah, you're going to leave them powered up all the time. You're yeah. going to have them powered yeah. up all the time. And, yeah. you know, depending on the size of the studio, you might have a rig, um, you know, and I've used, I've used like sky yeah. rigs before and they're yeah. really good, uh, yeah. you know, and the cables aren't an issue if you're using mm. a sky rig. They're just not. And yeah. I think if you've got a certain type of studio mm. which has that then great and if you've got a smaller one and to be honest, again, the wires aren't an issue because yeah. you're not really using the length of the wire. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but for location stuff, 
Absolutely, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think the Batch Pound stuff. Looks so really good. It, it's not often that we talk about just one subject on one of these shows, and we pretty no. much have today. But I think we it's been to do that today, haven't we? Yeah, and I think it's been really valuable. Actually, I'm, I'm sure a lot of portrait photographers or people that really do want to get into it or just start getting into it and finding out a bit more about mm. it will hopefully have found some of it really valuable. But that that standard kit, I guess, is going to be a background with two stands. Two yeah. lights with two studio lights with two stands to start off with, and maybe then you can, if you can afford to get four, put a couple. It depends on, on yeah. the background. That does depend on what. Yeah, does yeah. depend on what. Yeah, if you yeah, want to real get that yeah. real high key white. Background, if you want the high key look, stuff, you have to do it with backlights. Then you Absolutely. need, then you need, then you need four lights, and yeah. it's worth investing in something that's, that's decent quality, so having the right gear. Mm. Tripod. Do you work with a tripod? Yeah. No, or, not, or not yes, in no mixed no. or not really. No, I've used them at, at weddings, maybe if I'm because I, yeah. I I made a mistake of buying a 70 to 200 mil without the uh, right. image okay. stabilizer. Right. So um, sometimes if I I mean, I'm pretty good at holding it still anyway. But if I know I'm going down to a bit of a lower shutter speed, yeah. that tends to be when I use the tripod. Yeah. Don't ever really use a tripod yeah. in the studio yeah. because because it's not that it's not that kind of shoot. No, it, you know, right, this yeah. is what the old Olam Mills type and all that other stuff was. It was very static. Yeah. Um, my exactly. family shoots are not static. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. No what about, I want to finish off just on the selling part of it, actually. Okay. So uh, you have your clients come in for a viewing because you've got your yeah. studio so they can come in yeah. and have a viewing. What about those photographers that can't, that, that aren't able to, to do that where they can't have people to go in for a viewing? I guess there's two things they can do here. They put them online onto an online store where people can actually see them. Okay. Yeah. And buy from there. Okay. Mm. Now that's one way of doing it. Okay. The other thing is to maybe do a video call and you show them as if you're doing an actual mm -hmm. meeting. The downside with that is people are always going to say, well, can you put them online so we can have a look at them? Yeah. People buy on impulse, don't they? They do. I don't put stuff online for my no. family photography. I right. just don't um mainly because and, and I, I don't like referring to people like this but i mean you you said the word before is time wasting you know yeah for it's me the way it is it's the way it is yeah, yeah if i and i don't i don't like it i understand people will be umming and ahhing about it yeah. i mean i do it you know it if, if i'm thinking of buying like a computer or something i won't necessarily go in buy a computer i'll yeah. be thinking about it a few months before or i'll be you know so i get that um for me i put in a lot of work I, I don't just show the photos i do i, I do like a, a cinematic style slideshow and that takes me about four hours to put together so yeah. i would never want to do that online yeah. because you're seeing it on an ipad or whatever i yeah. did do it once and that was during the first lockdown yeah was it yeah no it was the first lockdown i just shot the, the, the family they were actually a past client right so they already they, they, they'd already spent with me before they kind of said, this is what we want to do this time. So it didn't really affect anything. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I like it when people come in, I yeah. can talk to them and, and it's, you know, showing this show on my big, my big sort of telly yeah, in, in right, the yeah. studio with the yeah. music on. And yeah. and yeah, it's just, it's very much part of the experience yeah. as well. That's right. Yeah. Um, and of course, from a technical point of view, um, you know, if they want to put, there's a design element to, to, mm what what i do so you know i need to make sure that you know they're not putting uh the wrong color frame on the wrong colored wall do you know yeah, what i mean yeah so, that's right you know, yeah. that's where my yeah you know my my, my training comes in as yeah. far as 
I know what will look good yes. in that room. Yeah. Um, so I want to make sure because mm. the last thing that I want them to do is mm. spend X amount on something. That's something that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, without me having like a proper conversation mm. with them about it. I think rather than doing it online, if you didn't have a studio or anything like that, mm. or you didn't have a room to do the viewing, I would be tempted to view it in their house. So I'd go right. to them. Okay. Yeah. I would I would probably have everything loaded on a USB. Yeah. Or you could just hook up your laptop to yeah. their telly because yeah. All tellies now tend to have yeah. a USB, hmm. um, and I would do it that way because actually I think that would be just as good because then you can advise. Oh yeah, because you have got your spare wall here. Yeah, you're actually there, aren't this you? This frame yeah. would look really good. Yeah, that's this. right. And, and and you're giving yeah. them your professional knowledge. Yeah, when it comes to that, because that is so important. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's really good. So I think we've covered quite a lot there, actually, Mark. I think there's been. Yeah, I think the the, the one other thing mm. I'd probably just say which i I won't go too much detail because we've been talking about this yeah no it's fine as i said we very Um, rarely talk about one subject in particular you know but we we never have a pod on just one thing yeah do we Uh, uh but the other thing i think which is very important which is always the thing that's underlooked really and or overlooked rather um and it's the one thing that venture really did teach me um and that is being able to speak different types of people Mm. uh, making people feel relaxed knowing how to deal with a two-year-old who Mm. will 90 percent chance will be unruly because Mm. that's what two-year-olds do that's right and it's also understanding that that's what two-year-olds do Mm. you know they're not being naughty it's one of the things where you know people say oh my child was so naughty today. And I was like, no, no, your child mm. wasn't naughty. Your mm. child was just being two years old. That is it. Yeah. And you have to learn to, you know, to, to work with a two-year-old, make it fun for them and, and, and be being able to do all these little mm. things that will engage that two-year-old into doing what you want the two-year-old yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, and babies, you know, there's another thing, generally if you're if you're doing a shoot with a newborn up to a year i'd say chances are that baby's going to need a nappy changing chances are that baby's going to need feeding yeah um, chances are it's going to cry then because it's had its feed now mm. wants to go to sleep and you're not letting it go to sleep because yeah. you're flashing a yeah. great big studio light in its yeah. face you know and therefore you just have to know little techniques to yeah. soothe them and yeah. calm them and yeah you know, all those other things which people forget about oh i can take good photos yeah anyone yeah. can take photos of someone who's brilliantly behaved and is you know the lighting's perfect yeah. and this kind of stuff yeah but you gotta <laughs> you've got a grumpy yeah. two-year-old it's a different thing it, yeah and I think it's, it's hard work i think what a lot of people don't realize is doing a family shoot is hard work and i think it takes it out of you, out of you mentally physically you can get hot you've got to be really on it for every single moment of the shoot, you know, if there's yep. a problem with one of the kids, you can't let it be a problem. You've got to, the kids aren't playing ball or one of the, or, or one of the adults isn't playing ball, you know, teenagers yeah. could be moody, all of that and everything, but you've got to go into this different persona and it's mm. hard work. Um, yeah. And and I think people have got to be prepared for that. These people think, mm. oh, I'm going to become a family portrait photographer. This is going to be fantastic and a lot of fun. Uh, what you've got to be, it can be, but it is, it's yeah. it's blimmin' hard work. It really well. Mm. And I think people, and I don't know if people are actually told that. I'm not. I'm not sure if. They, yes, they might be really good photographers and might love taking photos, but it's difficult to do and to do it as well as say somebody like you does, where you yeah. you 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 do these shots and you're getting so many good shots, but you have to create those shots yeah. as a photographer. That's doesn't come from the subject 
no, you know, it really, it, it all comes from the top. So you've got to have some prior knowledge is go out, practice, get some training, learn. There are so many learning opportunities online now as well. You know, um, when so. I've done some for my cosplay stuff, I've worked with some models and it's unbelievably easier yes, <laughs> working yes. with someone who yeah. knows what they're doing in front of the yeah. camera because the general public don't. And I yeah. include myself in that. I, yeah. you know, I'd be yeah. awful posing with the fam- doing family shots so yeah I'm i know same, how yeah. awkward it is yeah so again with dads as well dads if anyone doesn't want to be there it's generally the dad yeah um sorry fellas but it's true uh so you just got to make sure that you feel making them feel at ease talk talk to them about them football's a great one especially yeah. you know what, yeah. what's going on and, yeah. and just general stuff you know yeah. and avoid politics obviously that's, yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a... <laughs> but yeah so you've got to it's it's like wedding photography well, remember it's social photography you've got to be yeah. you've got to be really good at your job you've got to know what to do in every situation you've got to know what lighting to use at a split second you've got to know what camera settings to put it on you've got to know that your pictures are being sharp you've got to know that you're shooting what the client wants you've got to be shooting what the client will will buy mm. and on top of that you've got to you've got to be good with people you've got to talk to people and you've got to be a salesperson as well okay and mm. so you think about the number of different skills that as a portrait as it no let's call it a social photographer has to have and it encompasses so many different things it really yeah. does but yeah. so good stuff mark thank you for that Ooh. it was uh you know um well i hope uh, everyone found that interesting yeah i, I, I find know, it I weird talking did. about myself for yeah, no, that amount of time it's, but uh, no it's interesting stuff guys thank you very much for listening um you know like subscribe keep listening to us remember it's we're on itunes spotify podbean all the major pod outlets and um remember again we've got some good news coming up about the photography and video show that's going to be happening uh in a few weeks so we're looking forward to that ramping up as well yeah september and and september as well that's right yeah Yeah, so some some good news coming from uh, about that as well thank you guys uh enjoy your week happy shooting and uh all the best bye for now